This is Rowing Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast made by the guys at FlyGuy.net, DBSW.net and YouTube.com slash SithLord229. Officially sponsored by BigBadToyStore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out BigBadToyStore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. This episode records 3rd of June and uh, as usual with me, thankfully so much, is this great guy, Mr. 10 million views, 12,000 subscribers, <laughs> SithLord229. Hello again. Hello. And you're having your heat wave, you lucky man, since it's the middle we of the winter. We are. And, uh, was there any toys up at Asda when you went up for a hunt there? Was there anything sitting on the shelves? Um, Figure-wise, it was pathetic. But, um, <laughs> there, were a, <laughs> there, were a, there were a couple of uh, vehicles that took my fancy, but um, given the space that I've got to work with, I didn't bother picking anything up. But um, I did see the um, Plo Koon's Jedi Starfighter. Oh, nice. And the, Jed- and the Jedi Turbo Speeder as well, um, which I'd have liked to have picked up. Um, but as I said, Space. <laughs> are you getting that way yeah. too? Is it just kind of a, a you? I am. That, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like I said, like I said the other week when I picked up the Kit Fisto Jedi Starfighter, even though it was thirteen quid, I got it home and I was like, where the hell do I put this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I find myself going back over stuff that I just think if it's not quite cool enough, it gets scalped and it just it goes because again, you don't have any room. But yeah, I know, I know. So big vehicles and stuff just have to go, but. But there we go. Anyway, um, so some news this week. Um, again, what I thought was going to be a kind of quiet week, and lo and behold, what do we get? Celebration 6. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts on it? Um, I guess I'd have a lot more to say about it if I was sort of considering going. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing... I mean, there's going to be a ton of people on YouTube who are going to be recording videos. People yep, on Facebook yep. are going to be taking photos. So I'm really happy. I'm really looking forward to seeing what what the uh, what the show's got to offer. But I just wish I was going. <laughs> <laughs> but for those that don't know, and if you're listening, and if you've just heard, do you must have heard uh, Star Wars Celebration Six, the the almost annual ish uh, Star Wars pilgrimage to uh, Mr. Lucas and, and toys and stuff is yet again at the uh, uh, I can't remember the exact name of it. We'll put it in the show notes, but uh, it's the same venue for Celebration Five from last year. And um, I didn't make. Have you ever been to? You've, you've been to Celebration London, haven't you, Steve? No, no. You no, never. No, you no, haven't. You haven't made it. So you've never been no. to Celebration. No, yet. not yet. Yet. I'm uh, I'm cr- I'm crossing my fingers for Celebration Seven. So. <laughs> well, I was I was kind of, a lot of people were hoping that at this time, given that they'd been to Japan and London, we we might get a worldwide chance again, but. Nah, sadly it's not. But uh, I think the the thing that we have to understand is that the the Florida Convention Center that's running it is probably it makes sense to do it somewhere again. If it went down well, I'm sure they're going to get a good deal for doing it there and running it again. And we know, I certainly know from um, previous stuff. Uh, Steve Sansweet posted that the events in Japan and London were very expensive. That that they're. Uh, and move that stuff when you've got it in one continent. Some of the props from Lucasfilm and other bits and pieces, it's uh, a little bit easier. So, but there we go. Yeah, I'd love to went too. But if if you've uh, got a spare couple of grand and you want to uh, fly over the world, then then oh, go for it. Celebration Six is happening twenty fourth of August, I think. And uh, I don't think the tickets were too expensive the last time. I think it was like a hundred dollars or so. But um, yeah. It's just getting there, though, and then, yeah. like I said, accommodation once you're there, and it's it's not so much the convention itself, it's yep. just getting there and finding somewhere to 
park yourself down for the night. Yeah, as one of the, the guys on our Facebook page, uh, Jamie Doll was was saying, I think the, the biggest expense is the toys you buy, and then yeah. the, <laughs> and then hitting the Target and the Walmart and the Wii, just because it's cheap. So um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, Celebration Six is happening, which is good news because it means we'll get more announcements, and I'm sure Hasbro will give us some uh, new stuff. But uh, look, the next one on the list. Do you want to talk about this? Because I think you actually posted. I didn't see. I didn't see until this today when I saw your page. But a friend had sent me the link uh, last week. But this, oh, this yeah, I kind of. I think this is Tunghori under a different mm. guise. Um, I don't know. His, his pictures look a little bit less sort of official, mm. if, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, For those that are listening, we're, we're talking about a, an eBay seller who kind of cropped up recently with some exclusive and clones. You posted a couple, Steve. I think Scythe and uh, uh, the Stealth Ops clone tripper we were talking about in the last episode. And, and this eBay seller, Teggy Asterix 2008, um, seems to sell things like uh, Tunghori, this uh, seller on eBay who sells lots of five and figures well in advance of stores. But, hmm, I've already bought a few, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen anything on there you wanted to get? or? Um, I'll probably end up um, picking up the Stealth Ops clone trooper that he's got listed because that's, that's the only clone that's on a buy it now price that yeah. I'm actually interested in picking up. Um, and at the moment, it's only going for about five quid. I know. So I'm, pro- I'm probably going to jump on that one um, and then pick up a few um, when they hit retail over here in the UK. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's got a, a number of stuff that I'd just love to buy, but I can't I can't bring myself to part ways with 20 quid for an ARC trooper. That's the only thing. I know, I know. The uh, It's weird how that one, that one, the Stealth Ops was, was selling, as you said, five quid and, or $8, $9 for me. And, and then... Um, yeah, the yellow arc commander he's got on there. I watched the bids the other day, and it went up to forty dollars or twenty quid for you. And it's like, whoa! I can't believe yeah. people are buying that stuff. And he sold at least, um, I think it's forty six of them already. <laughs> so he's uh, he's making a lot of money, this guy. So I don't know what's going on with these Hasbro factories, or maybe it's Hasbro under a different disguise, just selling off figures that are just a little bit scuffed or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, cause the- I, that that kind of gives me the impression because the Captain Lock that I purchased from Tungori, I know it's sort of an unrelated thing, but the, the mm. Captain Lock that I got from Tungori, that was scuffed to hell. Yeah. So, so it wasn't weathering? Yeah, no, it was just, it was just <laughs> like sloppy paint, you know, a sloppy paint job and like scuffs of paint around the chin and yeah. I'm just a little bit dubious when buying figures online when they're loose because you can't, you know, you don't get the chance to see them yep, yep. before you buy them. So oh no, you're right. Sort of, Lucky dip. It's a bit of a risk. I've got to take again. The price of them are so expensive. It's um, I've got to buy a lot loose. But yeah, I mean, even Tunghori, the ones that there's there's one I've had one with a wrong arm and a wrong leg and um, a few scuffs. But he, he's generally been pretty good, and uh, you'll refund and swap things around. And uh, so yeah, never really an right. issue. But, but yeah, I know what you mean. You sometimes want to get really pristine ones, but even when we had the recent vintage ones in the shelf, and uh, we were talking about this in the last episode, those yellow-headed clones and you know, the, you know, paying a full price for a yellow-headed clone that's missing some paint, you know, off the side of the yeah. helmet is so you kind of can't win really. But but there we go. The, the other one I just wanted to give a little shout out to someone who's um, 
like, like there's loads of people who follow you and I and boring conversation anyway people but uh, a guy who's really been um, in touch a lot over the, the months and he's got his own YouTube channel and his own blog and so check him out it was Action Figure Empire on Facebook and he's been one of the guys I think he got in touch with you as well Steve and me about Toys for Eli yeah Do you know, yeah. yeah he did so uh, his name's Adam, and he's got a Facebook page out there. So we'll put a link in the show notes and um, give a look at his reviews. He's done some excellent reviews, and he's been uh, very supportive of you, Steve, and me. And, and, yeah, check him out. He's good, good guy. Funnily enough, yeah, and funnily enough, he was one of the guys who um, mentioned the toys for Eli to Stephen Stanton, who's the voice of Tarkin and the Clone Wars. And um, as you, you and I talked with Whit the last time, you know, a couple of months back, we couldn't believe that this guy was getting in touch with uh, their pages. And it, it, he's become one of the most prolifically uh, uh, guys out there in terms of communicating with people. And um, I had a dialogue with him last week, and he's just a genuinely nice guy. He really is. But yeah. um, maybe he'll come up. Like a, yeah, like we were saying on a, on, a, on a previous show, I was a little bit dubious about the comments that he was leaving at first. But from what I've seen on other people's pages, he seems like a... He seems genuine and legit. Absolutely. And he seems like an absolutely top bloke. So, yeah, yes. oh, credit goes out to him because, you know, a lot of these actors don't really take the time to reach out to the fans, do they? So, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm sure some of them have time, but, yeah, credit to him. Yeah. He's, um, he's got a couple of... He came to me initially through YouTube, and I thought, no, this isn't him. Like you, I think you did the same. And, and he said, yeah. I'm making videos. And I'm like, no, it's not him. And I checked out his channel, but true enough, it's him. He does, on his video channel, again, we'll put it in the show notes, but there's a on his channel, he does some stunning stop motion uh, work, and he does all the work, he tells me. So, talented guy. He really, yeah. So, um, anyway, Stephen Stanton, great guy, and check out his website, and we'll put a link there, and uh, lots of cool stuff. Um, next thing is you. You get some exciting stuff we were talking about through the week. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, the channel is going under yet another makeover. Um, <laughs> I re- I'm one of these people who's just like, when it comes to um, sort of design and layout in terms of my channel, I'm never, I, I design a banner, I design a side image, I design a layout for my channel and my Facebook pages, and by the time I finished, I'm just like, Start again. As soon as it's gone on, my, yeah. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as it's up on my page and live, and everybody's commenting on it, I'm like, nah, I'm bored. Let's change it. <laughs> the true um, designer, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> probably not so. Probably not so much a good thing, but uh, you know. Um, but yeah, um, recently, uh, I mean, this is all. All the props goes to you in this case. Um, right. I was. I was sort of wanting to sort of move away from that approach to my channel and to my. Um, blog and to my Facebook pages and sort of stick with something that was a lot more consistent and not so much corporate but make it so that it was more like a brand mm. um, and I've been in touch with a couple of illustrators to um, produce a um, I don't know if the, I guess you could say that a mascot or an emblem yeah um, for the channel um, obviously as you'll know at the minute I've got the, the little Darth Vader helmet mm. um, but I'm looking, as I said, to sort of make some, have something that's a little bit more unique and a little bit more personalised. Mm-hmm. So the the kindest guy I can probably, you could probably know, is um, a guy on YouTube known as Mr. Corellium. Once again, he's, he's does some amazing videos, some absolutely fantastic um, videos and layouts and stuff like that on his channel. Um, and he's got this really cool sort of illustrated background um, with all these um, different um, cartoon 
um, characters of Star Wars, and I absolutely love them. I don't know if you've seen I them. I did. I looked as soon as you told me. I didn't realise I was a friend with them as well, but he must have changed his channel recently. And Oh, it's stunning. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's really it cool. I saw, it, I saw it at first, and I thought, wow, that's really cool. I wonder where he got that from. And then I found out that he's actually drawn it himself. And he does good reviews as well. It does, yeah. I love the editing that he's done with the little... Yeah, with all yeah, yeah, yeah. Different Star Wars elements coming crashing down, and then the Death Star just comes in. That's right. He's <laughs> <laughs> really entertaining, and as I said, an absolutely great bloke. So uh, definitely check him out if you get the chance. But um, he's actually going to... He's actually started the process now. Um, he's, he's illustrating my channel emblem and mascot for me, um, which is just absolutely overwhelming and I'm so happy to have him on board with this because he's such a talented guy so uh, I'll, I'll as I said I've, I've posted um, sort of a teaser uh, photo on um, mm-hmm. Facebook and on my blog um, so check that out if you want and uh, yeah it, the next few weeks are definitely going to be something to look out for nice as one. this new channel design so starts to appear so yeah massive thanks goes out to uh, uh, Gabriel, also known as Mr. Corellian. Um, if you're listening, mate, cheers. You're, you're a star. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he must admit, the, the panel down the side, and oh, his little Boba Fett was just got me. But yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's both kind of cute and slightly Japanese and super deformed and kind of just it mm-hmm. looks really good. You're going to get a great design, but you've always a great designs. I love the one you had, which was the the Marvel background you had for a while. The, oh yeah, that was just that got me as the kind of vintage guy, but um, that was really good. And you've definitely you have said so many designs, and they're all really good. You keep changing them. I'm like, I just like that one, but you, hey, you'll get your. <laughs> we'll see how long this one lasts before you change it again. Yeah, we will. <laughs> well, he's um, Gabriel's actually sending me a different. Um, he's sending me about um, five different illustrations of each character, um, in different poses and stuff. So the the emblem will be sort of consistent. Mm. Um, but we can play around with layout and different looks for it. So really excited to see what it comes up with. Mm, cool. Well, as usual, um, we buy a lot of toys, even I, and one of them that yes, I... We do. Oh, by God, we do. And keep Ikea in business, I think, for shelves and cabinets to put them in. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the, the people who, uh, I thankfully, uh, again, they, they reached out and uh, spoke with me, and I'm so grateful for them, uh, bigbadtoystore.com, as you probably know. And um, they uh, sent out a little weekly newsletter, and one of the things um, that was on the newsletter, but also on their website, I just thought we could have a look at some different things this week. Just looking at the um, some of the things that these guys have, they literally have thousands of toys. I did not realize they also sold costumes. And one of the things that caught my eye this week was uh, a kind of like Admiral Piet hat. I didn't realize, and once you dive into their costume sections, they've got all these, uh, they've got helmets, which I reviewed this week. I reviewed a, a, a Master Replicas kind of EFX thing, and they've got some beautiful looking stuff. The Ruby's Clone Trooper helmet that's on their site is um, it's only 80 bucks and it looks like a flipping Master Replicas helmet. So uh, I was really impressed with some of the stuff uh, they had. You can even get yourself a Jabba the Hutt inflatable costume, which is, I can't, I don't know how anybody could wear that to a, a Halloween party or something, but it's, uh, it looks like good fun anyway. Uh, even one of the other ones they had down the page, which again, no idea they stocked this, but they do, is a Luke Skywalker ceremonial jacket and medal. So there you go. If you want to look like Luke Skywalker, you can uh, spend $259 and get his yellow jacket and medal. So 
I, I forget some of the collectibles that people go in for. Is um, yeah, it's not just three and a half inch figures. They've got all these um, you know, there's twelve inch collectibles. You know, URC six oh eight, sixteen oh eight, and all these other guys that collect sideshow and stuff. But but yes, um, pile of stuff on that page. I don't know if you you anything that caught your eye that you fancy. Maybe if you've got any room for it anymore. I would absolutely love that. Um, I don't know what whether like what sort of quality it is or whether it's a, a top quality item or you know high end collectible. But the deluxe edition um, Darth Vader mask and helmet yes. um, that's listed on the page for I think it's one hundred and twelve dollars. That looks that looks a bit nice. <laughs> it's a bit good. It's a bit nice. It is. Yes, I know there there really is a, a wealth of stuff. So. Um... Got this one, and they've got a Darth Vader life-sized bust with removable helmet and mask. $1,129. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Some people have a lot of money. Um, but there you go. As well as the usual vintage and Clone Wars stuff, there's the usual figures and uh, uh, slightly cheaper stuff on there too. So do us a favor and check out BigBadToyStore.com for some of their gear. So the other stuff we've got this uh, show is also, as usual, toys. And um, you posted, I didn't actually see this until it was on your page, was um, Sideshow, I Am Your Father. Oh, no. yeah, the, you, uh, the statue. Yeah. It's, are you going to pick that up? Is that one year? Um, once again, um, I think yep. this is one of those things that if I can't find room for a Jedi Turbo Speeder, <laughs> then the, <laughs> the odds are that I'm not going to be able to You're find not gonna room be able for to this thing. It up. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd, don't get me wrong. I'd absolutely love to earn this thing, but uh, I think this is going to be one of those items that I'm sort of looking to purchase in once I've got my own place, and uh, I've got an attic or a, a cellar to store it all in. <laughs> wow. I know. It's. Uh, I don't actually even know how much it costs, but uh, you I am your father. You know. It really is out. Of, okay, that's all you did. You had that enough. <laughs> they, they do. I mean, I think between that and the. Um, uh, due back we were talking about last week. I mean, wow, it's like I mean, there's, there's such a, a market for this high-end collectible stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm just looking at a picture just now of that, and it's pretty smooth actually. Polystone diorama, um, no doubt, probably going to be a 12-inch job, I think, or just about. Um, yeah. So you've got Luke and Darth obviously fighting on Bespin and the little pillars behind them. So uh, mm, wow, primo piece. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I reviewed some uh, Lego this week. We talked about it last week. So there's a, a YouTube review up there just of this little uh, set. All the Lego seems to have landed in Melbourne. I posted a ton of Lego this week. Apologies to people who are getting really bored of me talking about Lego, but uh, I'm addicted and uh, the addiction will die down. But uh, yeah, the Lego attack was a pretty cool little set and um, vastly overpriced, as I think, as I said last week. So um, yeah, watch out if you're buying Lego, maybe hang around for a sale or something. Um, you posted a pile of videos this week as well. You finally got some Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, um, I think this marks the first time that something's arrived in the mail, and in the same day I've reviewed it and uploaded it. Oh wow! Uh, um, so yeah, um, I recently received, and once again, massive shout out goes out to the guys over at Action Figure Times who are currently running the uh, Boba Fett rocket firing figure giveaway. So check that out if you haven't done already. Um, but yeah, I, I received a, a nice um, little parcel yesterday of lovely Clone Wars toys, nice. and it was the new um, Wave 3 of the Clone Wars with Barry Sophie and Eve Koth and Commander Colt and the Riot Trooper. So, which which one was your favourite? Which one did you really kind of, kind um, of dig the most? I 
I thought that Colt was going to be my favourite because obviously he's the one that everybody yeah. seems to want to get. Um, but surprisingly, it's it's sort of a tie between Heath Koth and Barry Soffy because yeah. the Barry Soffy figure, even though it's the, the articulation on it is, as I said in the review, it's absolutely piss poor, but um, the, the sculpt on it and yep. the, the just the decoration of the figure, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those figures where paint applications and the, the overall presentation of it really makes up for the loss of articulation because mm. don't get me wrong she can't stand for Toffee but <laughs> once she, once you've got her on a stand she looks great she looks really really good I know I just got I literally just got her the other day as well and reviewed it's not live yet but she's uh, yeah, you're right the paint deco on the face is uh, it's beautiful I think as I've kind of said in my review I mean just bugger all articulation there's nothing yeah uh, but she just looks great she really does um, great looking figure and even Heathcoth one that I wasn't warm on either um, yeah he's, he's a pretty good I'm loving the Clone Wars Jedi for some reason they just I think the the look of them given that they're so similar to the TV show is just a, a bit of an attraction it's um, mm-hmm. not lifelike but it's it's a, you know accurate to the, the look and feel of it um, yeah Hey, so Clone Wars was there. I, I no, it's not quite the 200th video, but I, I've um, uploaded uh, a few videos, some Lego trailers that Lego PR here were, and uh, some other bits and pieces that have been been given. But ultimately, it's pretty close to 200 videos anyway. And so I reviewed uh, an old Master Replicas uh, clone trooper helmet that I'd, I had in a cabinet, and. Um, Boy, that was an expensive piece. Uh, I was embarrassed to see the price of it when I was talking about it, but um, looking at some of the stuff on Big Bad Toy Store that, that, and the, the sideshow collectibles we've been talking about, it's, um, it probably fits in quite well. So, so well, it, also, it almost makes it sound cheap. I know, it? I know, it does actually. It's uh, yeah, pretty cheap. Um, another Clone Wars figure, uh, well, not Clone Wars, but vintage, but he appeared in the Clone Wars, first of all, was um, Commander Fordo. You posted about some of the shocking prices of this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a, a guy, um, sort of not so much masquerading as Tungori, but he's basically just buying stuff uh, from Tungori. He's a UK seller, um, and he's basically just buying the stuff from Tungori, getting it in, and then using the same image that Tungori's using, and just whacking up the price to an absolutely insane amount. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name any names because uh, I don't want to get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, this guy really wants his bumps feeling if he thinks he's going to get 17 quid <laughs> for a loose Captain Fodder. Well, do you know, some, pe- people are people are paying some of those prices. It's uh, People are idiots. I know. No I, don't know. One, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. People are going Fodder nuts. I must have had about eight direct messages and probably the same posts. Yeah, so. I'm sure you have on your page. When are you reviewing Fodder? I'm like, I have to buy one yet. It's, it's so expensive. So, um... I think he's used it. We, we talked about it again. They appeared, he appeared on Tonghori. I don't know whether he had all the helmets, uh, all, all the right bits and pieces, but yeah, he was gone. So I, I, like you, I think I'm looking for a decent one and a decent price. So uh, boy, oh boy, Fordos. Everybody's going Fordo mad. So uh, I think people are getting... It's one of those things as well. A lot of people do. I'm sure you get it. You must get it way more than me. But uh, people often say to you, um, I bought this thing from eight years ago and what's it worth? I, and I think, yeah, it, yeah it's, it, you kind of feel like saying sometimes, look, it's what it's worth to you and what eBay will pay for it. And I think a lot of people get disappointed that it's not worth hundreds more. Um, but yeah, them's the breaks, you know, the price, what eBay pays for it is pretty much the price that you'll you'll get for it. But uh, yeah, I don't know, though. I think if you're getting into collecting for the value of it more yep. than the fun of it, I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. I've said this numerous times, you know. 
Um, a lot of people just collect basically just to sell it off in 30 years' time. And, yeah. you know, if, if you're doing it for that reason, then you're just doing it for the wrong reason, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, I think between... the fun out of it. Yeah, I mean, I think between you, half the, half the fun is showing people and saying, hey, look what I got, look how cool it is, and all yeah. this rubbish. Or, you know, it's it is definitely, it's the fun of having them. And, uh, yeah, you do get funny looks from people sometimes. You just think, why do you buy all these things? But, uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm very glad you and Whit and others uh, and all these people that we know out there are uh, just as mad as us buying all these things. <laughs> but uh, some other toys that appeared uh, we from that seller we talked about earlier on, Teggy Asterix 2008, um, I managed to pick up some more Echoes and Fives. Um, so, um, yeah. So you actually got some then? I managed to, yeah, definitely managed to pick them up. Um, I, one of them actually, tell a lie, one of them, Echo, I think it was, Fives is uh, going for silly money. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you had a couple, or maybe it wasn't Echo, I can't remember. One of the, it is so many clones these days, I am losing <laughs> track. Because there was, um, yeah. this is another one to talk about, there was uh, Scythe, I think you posted a video to that, or a link to it, I should say, uh, or mm-hmm. one of us did. And then there's another blue clone trooper, which, uh, guess what? It came from Sand Troopers again. So, um, I don't know his name, it just seems to be Blue Clone Trooper at the moment, so. Uh, I think it's a guy who comes in the, the battle pack with Grievous and Rex. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but it's definitely, uh, I think it's from that, um, is it the Deserter episode? Desert, uh, okay, episode? okay, okay, cool. Well, it looks as if he should oh. go with Scythe anyway, because he's the, the same, pretty much the same paint job, mm. nearly. But uh, yeah, very minimal, some of these clones are just, uh, even Echo and Fives, I mean, the awesome tattoos that you were talking about, other emblems last week on the on the thighs, but I mean, it's pretty much the same figure otherwise, really. it's. Uh, but no, I'm a sucker for it, I think you are too, so uh, mm-hmm. so there we go. You also had um, uh, a post about Disney action figures. Did you? Oh, yeah. They the, look cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, when I was reading the show notes, I thought you meant the, the starters packs and I thought well we've already covered those but then I realised yeah uh, Rebel Scum posted this um, a couple of days ago um, they posted sort of not not so much a teaser but some um, rough images of some products that are coming out obviously yep. to promote the new release of Star Tours and they look really really good I thought so too some of these <laughs> little guys up yeah it's all these sort of Disney characters based on the Clone Wars and they look awesome really do like them I'm so picking up the Commander Cody Donald Duck it's uh Oh yeah, <laughs> he's so cool. He's he's brilliant. He is, so yeah. uh, I'm really glad you posted. I never even saw that in Rebel Scum at all. I completely missed it. Did the quality of the photo wasn't great, and it, I just kind of breezed by it. But when you posted it, I paid attention. Um, you also posted as well episode one, and I saw this myself. One, I didn't get too excited because I, I was kind of let down by it. the uh, repaint of the recent, really super articulated episode one battle droid. Um, yeah. You seem you seem a lot keener. I, I, I wasn't, so I never bothered posting it really. But um, yeah. did, did... I, know, I mean, I can't say I get excited for episode one stuff. Yeah, um, I think I'm anyone who just likes sort of sees. I don't know, like when the Legacy Collection did it, and there was like a Gungan warrior on the shelves, and I was just like, eh, yeah. what am I gonna, what, you know, what am I gonna do with it? Uh, so I just kind of left it. But I don't know. I, I guess now that I'm building up collections of all the different movies, I think Episode One needs a little bit of love. Yeah. Um, and to, and I must admit, um, I don't know if you own the figures, but the Saga Legends Battle Droids are so cool. They are honestly the best Battle Droid figures that I think are available. At the mm. 
Um, although, yeah, I must admit, I'm not too excited about this one because it just looks a little bit too much like the Clone Wars Battle Droid. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. I'm... Just, don't, don't get me wrong, it's a nice... Nice addition, but not something I'm going to go gaga for. I know, I know. I think it was you're talking about the red ones um, that came in the two pack yeah. this year. I, I found it. I found I've kind of made myself a bit of a rule that if figures don't stand up, I'm just going to get rid of them because they do my head in when they fall over. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I ended up. I just they sat there next to my computer every day, and I kept standing up and saying it's standing. No, so I just gave up. I thought, no, nope, gotta sell it. So um, so I'm not going to get conned in with this one so that was my excuse for not buying it um, yeah I think like you we were talking about Stealth Ops managed to pick one up uh, and another clone was uh, you did Commander Lock and I think we kind of talked about that I guess it was a little bit scratchy that you got but a cool figure um, do you, one of the things I did with it was I ended up being a little greedy and buying two at one point and putting an old clone head on one and it's sometimes you get clones that do that great kind of uh, changeability. You can change things between them, but, um, mm. but he's a cool clone, and it's one I've I've no idea if he's ever going to appear in the UK or Australia because he was the, this Kmart exclusive um, in the US. So um, yeah, I guess the best bet is to kind of pick him up online because you know we probably may never see it. I think, but. Well, there we go. Uh, more Lego uh, from my side of things was the um, a new Lego Echo Base was announced. Just saw that today um, from a German website. Uh, Echo Base seven eight seven nine was the set number. Uh, pretty cool little set. Um, if you've ever bought Lego Hoth before, then there's quite a bit of uh, uh, add-on sets that have been made in the past. This one pretty much slim on the minifigures, uh, anything new anyway. It seems there's a new look in there and a repaint of the uh, 3PO droid, the K3PO. I thought it was white in uh, Emperor Strikes Back, but I guess there's a red one in there somewhere too. Um, and another new fact, another two new LEGO sets. One was the LEGO Naboo Starfighter 7877. Um, looks pretty cool. I think it's, yeah, I'm not one for episode one, but it seemed a pretty uh, decent looking set. And I caved also this week for a ridiculous amount of money, and I bought a Lego Millennium Falcon. Um, <laughs> but man, it's stunning! Again, I know some of you guys are into Lego, but uh, hopefully it'll convert you. The pack, if you have a look at it in stores, um, it pretty much hit most stores now. Is um, a new Luke Skywalker, a new Leia, and um, there's a Darth and a Han and a Chewie and so forth. But the playability in this thing and some of these little minifigures is uh, I'm going to have some great fun making this thing. So really looking forward to that. What else have we got? Um, anything else we've missed? Any of you posted or about to post or you want to plug or talk about toy um, ones? Buying anything? I think I've just... I think I've just about plugged the holy hell out of everything, to be honest. Um, <laughs> We're done. Uh, I've got a, oh, that was something I did want to point out. The um, I kind of shot myself in the foot with this one. Um, with the latest batch of Clone Wars reviews that I uploaded, um, obviously with the figures that I got being US imports, they came with the little um, 30 days worth of free membership to the Clone Wars Adventures mm. online game. Yep. Um, and I, I basically just said in each of the videos, look, if you want to get, the, if you want one of these codes, because I'm not going to use them, mm. send me a PM, and I'll, and on a first come first serve basis, I'll send you this code. Um, they went like hotcakes. Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't have any left at the minute, and a lot of people are sending me messages and, and leaving me comments asking for the codes, and it's a real pain in the backside trying to reply to each and every single one of them. So if 
a nice majority of my viewers are listening to the podcast, then just be aware that most of the codes are gone. Uh, well, all of the codes are gone at the minute, but um, I'll be doing another three Clone Wars reviews in the next couple of weeks, um, and so there'll be three more to give away. I found the solution to do that because I just did a Clone Wars review last night and what I did was I held it up on screen with a code and I said, look, if you're the first one to use it and it works, you've got mm-hmm. it. It's uh, because, yeah, I did the same. <laughs> People keep asking, give me some new codes. And, yeah. yeah. I'll probably do that as well. Then. <laughs> it's a nice, well, you know, if you see that video first and you saw that uh, code, and it works, well, you got it, you know. So, and generally, yeah. I think they'll know if, you know, maybe more than 20 people have watched it, chances are the code is, the code is gone. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it'll be gone in five minutes. When you upload a video, we're all watching it, so you're, <laughs> you're kind of like a thousand views and as soon as you upload it. So, uh, yeah, the code will go yeah. quick. Very, very quick. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we'll uh, wrap this show up pretty quickly because um, Steve's off to enjoy the sun and have a barbie. Good on you, you lucky man. Um, I'm off out for a drink and um, in the meantime if people uh, are just joining they've never heard of us uh, Steve can be found at uh, youtube.com slash uh, slash uh, tongue <laughs> slash sithlord229 um, you can also find me at my blog um, which doesn't have as many followers as I thought it would to be honest um, so get following if you haven't already that's um, sithlord229.blogspot.com and as always on Facebook as well uh, facebook.com slash c229 cool I think the majority of people tend to be in Facebook these days it really seems to be the yeah. buzz that's happening um, it's great fun even keeping in touch I'm, I'm more on it nowadays just even to keep in touch with you and post and link and so yeah Facebook mm-hmm. is definitely happening and well, you can find me on flyguy.net um, facebook.com slash flyguy.net and YouTube and all these other things they're all linked off at flyguy.net and um there we go. Thanks for joining us on uh, Boring Conversation anyway. We'll be back with another show sometime soon. And um, leave us a note on the Boring Conversation Anyway Facebook page if you want Steve and I to talk about any uh, feature um, or anything you, you uh, want to cover. We were thinking about talking about uh, keeping track of collections in one of the next shows, how we keep collections, the stands we use, the displays, that kind of stuff, uh, maybe answer some questions. So if you want to know things or you want to ask some questions of Steve and I about collections and things, let us know. Uh, facebook.com slash bca podcast and um that's us we're good and um for me it's uh see you later see you later guys take it easy cheers this is a boring conversation anyway microcast i'm here with uh, a fan of ours uh, from uh, flyguy.net and boring conversation anyway and uh, this great person had been in touch with us um, many, many times when we launched the Boring Conversation Enemy podcast and also through our websites. And um, she really came to the attention of Whit and I when we first started recording and, and, and actually through our websites as well by some fan convention photos uh, she'd shared by her creations that she'd made for these conventions, which were hats. And this is where she, we kind of refer to as the queen of hats because she made these amazingly cool hats for conferences, which we'll talk about in a moment. But um, yes, we're here with uh, Nancy Van de Bogart, beautiful name I have to say, from Toronto, Canada. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> it's finally so Good nice evening. to get to get hold to speak to you this uh Amazing person. We've we've spoken, tweeted to, Facebook posted, chatted, and never been able to get managed to get the time zones correct and things. So um, thank you so much for taking the time out your night to um, to have a little word with us. So how are you today? Oh no, oh, no worries. Oh, I'm doing actually really well tonight. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, the weather's been like 
Camino here, so. <laughs> well, I, I come from a place like Camino, so I, I can I can understand what you mean. Oh, it's been really nasty bad here. Okay. So you're in you're in Toronto, so the temperatures were I don't know, fifteen, sixteen. About that, I think. It's not bad. That's it's not quite yeah. it's not quite hot, but it's uh yeah I know the the rain can make a difference that's for sure. No, yeah, hot uh, is in the winter time. <laughs> this is true. You get all the extremes up there, I guess. Well, look, Nancy, the, the biggest thing, I think, just for everyone else out there, they might have seen you uh, on Facebook or maybe heard of you or seen some of your photographs around there. Um, again, I think the number one thing that stands out the most, apart from the fact, you, you know, we would uh, loved following you and keeping in touch with you, and you sent us some amazing Star Wars stuff with all your Star Wars connections and friends, is your hat. Oh, yeah. Where did this all start? Well, it started last year with um, the Star Wars weekend, and I okay. was looking at pictures, and this woman had a Mickey Mouse R2-D2 hat, and I'm thinking, I can make one. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while, but I finally got it figured out, and I made my R2 hat to go to the one big convention that we have up here in Toronto. And then it kind of snowballed from there, because I have a good friend on Twitter and Facebook called Aaron who kind of fueled me saying that you have to make this hat next. <laughs> and so I went from there and she's the one that fueled my I, the thoughts and ideas because she's more, she was more of a Clone War fan at the beginning than sure, I did. Sure. But through her, I kind of became a bigger fan of, of the Clone Wars. And so right. I got into um, the clones and making hats of them. Well, you, you really get profiled as well at the time when uh, Star Wars Celebration was on. Um, your, I think it was Celebration. Anyway, your hats appeared because of your Boba Fett hat. Was that was that, or was it from another convention? That was from Fan Expo here in Toronto, and right. that was about a month after Celebration. Okay. I think everyone must have still been on a high, but your your hats. And I, yeah. I'd seen them on several uh, uh, large sites on their photo streams, and. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, being a fan of uh, Boba Fett, you caught my eye, some of your creations that you've made as well. So, um... Yes, that Boba Fett one was really bad. I couldn't sleep at night, and so I decided to make it, and it was all done by memory. Oh, you've done well. There was, it caught my eye, that's for sure. And, and you've done some amazing other ones. You've Rex. Uh, yeah. what, what others have you done? You've you got a whole list of them the last time I'd seen. Um, who do I have? I have, um, of course, R2 was the first one. Then I did Rex. Then I have um, Commander Wolf that you helped get a picture of. (laughs) I remember that morning you trying to find a good picture. And then I have Boost. Boost is a really good one. It turned out really good. And then I have, um, of course, Goji, the pilot. And then it's Gunner. Because I'm a Gojira fan, so I had to do that one. And then there's Rod that goes with them. Hawk, another pilot. Oh, my personal favorite, um, Captain Keeley. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad when he died. Oh, my <laughs> other. <laughs> it was sad. And then I did, of course, my biker scout because I had too many biker scout friends. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So when are you going to open the business? When, when is the, the business going to happen and you're going to sell Mekangana hats online? <laughs> Probably never. Probably never. <laughs> Actually, a few of my friends who have asked me for hats, I have made them hats. 
So there's sure. a few people out there. Um, my friend in Boston has uh, a couple hats. One out in Seattle has the one hat I based off his dev helmet. And then, of course, my friend Aaron has tons of them. Wow. So the, the clones has really captured you as the thing that's kind of um, more than anything. Yeah. You're, you're talking about some really – I mean, Keeley's in, in one of the Clone Wars episodes for literally, I don't know, yeah. a minute. <laughs> but he's a great-looking clone. I agree. He's really cool. But uh... and, and through that one, I went and did a custom action figure of Keeley. Right. Okay. I, I, I took my hand to customing an action figure, and I did Keeley. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have to get some photographs to put in the show notes. You'll have to dig out some more photographs of your your uh, your stuff for us to, to share around. But so, so like, what what about even just going back a little bit? You um, obviously somebody got you into the Clone Wars. You're just saying in the last year. But what kind of got you into Star Wars and stuff? Were you just always like most of us, a bit of a fan of geek culture? Or? My mom did. She your mom. Me down okay. She sat me down and watched Star Wars when I was really little, and that's when it started. And of course, she um, that's and then she got me some of the figures and toys and books. That's a very cool mom. That's that's what all parents should really do when their children are very young: is make them watch Star Wars. That's what we think, anyway. So, Star Wars, Doctor Who, a bunch of other shows, and she's reading Narnia. So I was always. you know, it's always around. Excellent. Star Wars has been the favorite. You also, um, in all the, the conversations we'd had back and forth and, and the stuff you'd posted, it became evidently clear really quickly how deeply you are really into uh, Mandalorian culture to the point that you actually, um, you know, you, I've posted a few videos and pointed at a few things like symbols and you, you really know your stuff. <laughs> Where did you pick all that up? Was that through Karen Travis stuff or... A bit of Karen Travis and a bunch of just reading all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Sure. And, and of course, all the EU and the comic books, a lot more into the comic books I I would read and everything. And then, of course, I was always called the keeper of useless knowledge, so I always pick up on the little (laughs) (laughs) My friends would never play Star Wars trivia with me. Things, but they didn't know. Right. <laughs> so what do you? So so you, you're you're still into to all this Star Wars kind of stuff, but um, but but what is your what's your real kind of passion these days? Is it still the Clone Wars or? Yeah, I'm getting more into the Clone Wars because of course, um, actually, it was the Mandalorian trilogy that came out in the second season that kind of pricked my interest. Just oh, Mandalorian! So I started watching it and I kind of got hooked into it. But I got really more into it when I started talking with my friend Erin. She's really big into the Clone Wars, so she kind of got me more excited about it. So I I watched all the episodes up until now, so it's kind of fun. I like oh. the clone. But then again, they're all based off one of my favorite actors, Tamir Morrison. Mm, definitely. Oh, huge fan of him. I have a funny feeling I believe he's in the Green Lantern this year. So I clipped that in. I could swear it's him. Yeah, okay. it is him. It, it's see, him there you him. go. I just knew you'd know. So, um, yeah, he's one like it passes the ring on to Ryan. Ryan. That's right. 
So there you go, folks. If you didn't know, Django Fett is the pink alien that gives the ring to uh, Ryan Reynolds. So very cool. Very cool. I knew you'd know that. I thought I know someone who knows the Mandalorian stuff who will know, no doubt. So very, very cool. So look, one of the other things, um, I guess you're the first in many ways because uh, you're the you're the first lady to come on to Boeing Conversation anyway. So shock, there are women out there who like Star Wars, <laughs> but. Um, Sorry, on you go. I says yes. There's more of us out there than you realize. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, so you're saying? I mean, you definitely have quite a few strong connections to a lot of other uh, fans around. You're saying Aaron is a friend of yours, but you also uh, were quite a fan of a quite a large site on Facebook um, through, I think, your friend Jordan Star Wars Underworld. Can you yeah, tell the a little bit more about them. Oh, um, it start. It was started by um. Ben Hart over a year ago. Okay. And just as a way of, um, what is it? I'm trying to remember. Just a place for fans to be together and share things, all Star Wars type things and news sure. and their own stuff. And then um, he was going on holiday, so he asked two of the most largest contributors to help, and that was Jordan and Chris. And so they came on board as administrators too. And I, I actually kind of got to know them through Jordan, who does a lot of um, tribute videos. Mm-hmm. He makes them. So I, I kind of got to know them through that. And it's a large, of, yeah, it's a good bunch of guys. And it's huge since I've started with them. And it's, mm. So you, you, I mean, you, you regularly post and find some amazing stuff out there. I have to say. So it's, uh, uh, yep. If if anybody likes the content that appears on Flagai.net, you can thank Nancy for quite a lot of it because she sends us lots of cool links and shares some cool stuff. So um, definitely make sure you check uh, check her out. And uh, look, Twitter, you you're on the name. Tell me a little bit more about your your kind of uh, handle. I mean, obviously you're Nancy Van Den Van de Bogart, which is Bogart, your name. Yeah. But uh, is, is that, where's that name from? That's quite a long um, name. <laughs> uh, Rebecca G. Nana. Um, well, like, I'm really big into Japanese anime. Okay. So, of course, the giant mechs, like the Gundams and everything, that's what I was always big into. So that's where the mecha comes from. Okay. And first G, it could be either with, for both Gundam and Gojira, because I'm a huge Gojira, like Godzilla fan. Wow. That was my other passion besides Star Wars is Godzilla. You're not really and, supposed to have any other passions, but never mind. No kidding. On. <laughs> yeah, those are the biggest ones. So that's where the Mecha G comes from. And Nana is a play on my first name. So, and it's all you know, title two. So that's where that came from. And it just stuck, you know. It's very cool. I must admit, it's, I always wondered what it was, and I always mispronounced it and killed it. I think in, in many, many times. But uh, uh, for yes, for, for everyone out there, if you're listening and you want to follow Nancy, who's a great sci-fi geek and friend of uh, Flagout.net and uh, DBSW.net and all things boring conversation, anyway, follow her on uh, Twitter.com Mecha G Nana. So M E K A G N A N A Mecha G Nana, and. Yeah. Um, She's very cool, and she shares some amazing links and stuff. And uh, we're going to put some stuff in the show notes for uh, your creations and your hats, uh, which is, I think you should take this up as a business, quite frankly. 
Just need everybody to get a lot. Sorry. Everybody keeps telling me that, but at the time I didn't, I didn't have the time because I was finishing school, so it was hard. I I think you should because there's a, a bit of a talent there, and uh, it's something unique. I think for Star Wars, I've certainly never seen it before, and, and just the way that you had it, this kind of uh, well, it was really like as you said, a Disney skip cap kind of thing, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, they're very very cool, and you caught the attention of a lot of press at the time, so. So what's the plans for the future? Are you um, heading to any big conventions or Star Wars type things in the coming months or years? I'm hoping to get back to Fan Expo. Excellent. Um, that's at the end of August. There's not really much until then that's kind of Star Wars related. There's a big, huge um, Transformer convention coming up in July, I believe it is. Cool. So have you have you managed to meet up with Timura and some of your kind of Mando heroes at all? Or I think you've got signatures with some of them, haven't you? You've met quite a few Star Wars stars. I've seen your photographs, conventions. Jeremy Bullock is about the only big one. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's pretty big. He's like the most amazing person. He is, you know, and... I think getting it, he's one of the few guys you can get to see because he does regularly go to conferences, as you said. But uh, so personable, and he takes his time with everyone. I know, I know. The other, I one, think... I, the other one I really liked was um, Dave Prowse. He was another good one to meet. Oh, that's excellent. Very fortunate that I met him when I did, because he was supposed to come up to the big convention that we had here in March, but he couldn't make it. So. Excellent. Jake Lloyd, but he's not Mando. But <laughs> Jake Lloyd must be what twenty by now or something. He's got to be well out of his teens by now. So. Oh, he's a great person to meet and talk with. Little Annie, no longer little Annie. No, he's soon, not little anymore. Soon to be middle-aged than... Annie. No. But like everyone, they're all taller than me. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, look, anything else you want to plug or your friends or um, any kind of things that you're doing that you want to say to people out there for listening? I can't think of anything. Well, they can follow you, I guess, on Twitter. And if you do, you can uh, you can yeah, tweet can, and let them know. Yeah, they can figure out if they're there, but no. Well, the best people to, to actually really meet and get to know are like the 501st people. Sure. So great. That's who most of my friends online are, and I would have the privilege to meet quite a few from the Canadian Garrison from the Toronto area. They're all very great people, and they do really good work. They do. Okay. They just they, they tirelessly do things for charity and walk around and get very sweaty and hot and all that gear. So it's. <laughs> I know. Uh, Canada is very quiet. They're not really well known outside of like the the small groups that they do. And it's, but they need to be recognized more for what they do and things. Yep. No, you're right. They, they they do so much work for charity and all this good stuff. And we, uh, yeah, the the it's it's even really hard to remember the five of the first. You've got to find all this armor and pay a lot of money and uh, build this thing up from scratch. So uh, yeah, hats off to them. The um, or helmets off to them. The uh, they do a pretty good job. Luke, thank you for taking the time to join us and talk about you, what you do. And we've we've had a first girl on the show. Hooray! So uh, there we go. We'll um, 
We'll have to get you back on again, talk more about your Star Wars stuff. And one of these days, it's so hard trying to get a transatlantic call sometimes between Steve in the UK, me in Australia, and Whit. And never mind Canada's on a slightly different time zone as well. It was like, oh boy, hard, very, very hard. But uh, thank you yet again for taking the time to join us. And um, we'll speak to you again. Well, thank Cheers. you for having me. No worries.